Hi everyone, uh, this is Howard Sides, uh, your host for the podcast, A Light Unto My Path podcast. I'm going to refer to this as a special edition today because in studying right now, I just found an answer to something that, that was a question that uh, I've had coming up to the point. Uh, now, in in the in the process of the podcast, we're up to verse uh, 1 and 2 of chapter 20. And in my Sunday school class, we're up in verse 4. And I've had this question in the back of my mind. Um, some of you may know the answer already, uh, but I know there's a lot that probably don't know. And it was a question. And it has affected uh, kind of one of the podcasts that I've done before and actually uh, my Sunday school lesson as well. So tomorrow in Sunday school, I'll uh, mention this and, and clarify it. I, again, uh, it's something that needs to be brought out uh, and clarified. And it all pertains to the question of uh, who are going to survive the tribulation period and enter into the millennial kingdom and i know from from rehearsing uh in the last podcast where we uh well i guess it'd be well yeah in the last one we reviewed it but you know in chapter at the end of chapter 19 it talks about uh christ sends the antichrist and the false prophet to the lake of fire and then in verse 21 uh it tells us that christ slays the remnant or the remainder of the armies, to include the kings, the commanders, and all the rank and file of the armies. Uh, it doesn't say anything about the citizens, the the population of the earth from that point. And, and so as it come into chapter 20, I had this question of, you know, basically what I was asking in my mind were was, are there going to be unbelievers who actually survive all of this stuff in the tribulation period? And actually make it to where they actually live in the kingdom. And in my Sunday school class, I refer back to chapter 19 in verse 15, where it says, And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And I made the comment in my Sunday school class that if there were only believers in the millennial period, the millennial kingdom, then why would he need to rule with a rod of iron? And why would he uh, tread the wine press? Well, I've actually found the answer to that. And it actually refers to that very verse. So if, if you want to turn there so you know what we're talking about, it's in Revelation 19, verse 15. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. Now, smiting the nations, the word smite is to kill. He's killing the nations. That with it, he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Now, of th that leads to a question. Well, if he kills all the nations, how is he going to rule them with a rod of iron? All of these statements are divided up by uh, a colon. The little two dots that you see there. But... It actually, in, in studying and researching and, and finding out the answer, 
uh, I have find, found the answer to that, and and I wanted to to put out this podcast to clarify it. Uh, so, what it's talking about here in verse fifteen is yes, he's he's already uh, taken care of the false prophet and the antichrist and of the armies, but here in verse fifteen is where he's dealing with the mankind that's left, and to clarify it. At this point where he establishes his his kingdom on earth, this millennial reign, uh, there's going to take place two judgments. There's the judgment of the house of Israel, and then there's going to be the judgment of the nations. Now, to find the scriptural reference of what I'm talking about, this judgment of the house of Israel is spoken of back in Ezekiel. Uh, chapter 20, Ezekiel chapter 20, if you want to turn there and you can read it with me, uh, you know, don't take my word for it. You research it and study it yourself. All right, in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 33 through 44, uh, it talks about how God will establish Israel in her land. Uh, if you have a Schofield Bible, uh, it has like the little headings over the uh sections of the chapters and what it's talking about and that's what it says there god will establish israel in her land and this is talking about uh bringing them into the millennial reign and and listen as it says i uh, will read it uh, because it, it needs to be made clear i don't want anybody to have any questions that's, that's what we're here for is to answer these questions right okay so beginning in verse 33 as i live saith the lord god surely with a mighty hand, and with a stretched out arm, and with fury poured out, will I rule over you. And I will bring you out from the people, and will gather you out of the countries wherein ye are scattered, with a mighty hand, and with a stretched out arm, and with fury poured out. And I, and I believe what he's talking about there is this gathering of the Israelites from all across the world, because it said, uh, in the Old Testament, if, if you don't do what I tell you to do, if you don't obey me, I'm going to spread you out all over the world. And that, that's where they are now. I mean, they're in America, they're in Russia, they're in South America, they're in Africa, they're everywhere. But the oppression in the world is going to be so bad in the tribulation period, it's going to force all of them. And that's what this uh, fury of his, he's going to force them back into Israel. And verse 35, and I will bring you into the wilderness of the people, and there will I plead with you face to face. And, you know, I mean, that that's a picture of Christianity. Uh, when we run from God so far, he has to really put us in a place where we, we reach rock bottom. So we pay attention to him. He, he finally gets our attention. And, and that portion of scripture there is over in uh, Revelation chapter 12. I believe it is. Let's see. Yes. That's where it talks about in Revelation 12, where it chased, uh, the woman, Israel, is forced to run and flee into the wilderness. That, that's what he's talking about here. Okay? In, in Ezekiel. All right, verse 35. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the people, and there will I plead with you face to face. Like as I pleaded with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so will I plead with you, saith the Lord God. Now here in verse 37 is where it takes place in Revelation 19, 15. 
He says, and I will cause you to pass under the rod and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. And I will purge out from among you the rebels and them that transgress against me. I will bring them forth out of the country where they sojourn and they shall not enter into the land of Israel and you shall know that I am the Lord. <clears throat> As for you, O house of Israel, thus saith the Lord God, go ye, serve ye every one his idols and hereafter also. If ye will not hearken unto me, but pollute ye my holy name no more with your gifts and with your idols. For in mine holy mountain, in the mountain of the height of Israel, saith the Lord God, there shall all the house of Israel, all of them in the land, serve me. There will I accept them, and there will I require your offerings and the first fruits of your oblations with all your holy things. I will accept you with your sweet savor when I bring you out from the people and gather you out of the countries wherein ye have been scattered, and I will be sanctified in you before the heathen. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, when I shall bring you into the land of Israel, into the country for the which I lifted up mine hand, to give it to your fathers. And there shall ye remember your ways, and all your doings, wherein ye have been defiled, and ye shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for all your evils that ye have committed. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, when I have wrought with you, for my name's sake, not according to your wicked ways, nor according to your corrupt doings, O ye house of Israel, saith the Lord God. So this is describing this judgment of the house of Israel. And, and it's talking about where Christ will uh, gather all the Jews together and they're going to pass under this rod of judgment. Verse 37, that's where it talks about in Revelation 19.15, I rule them with a rod of iron. Uh, the believers will enter into a new covenant with Christ and enter into the kingdom. And that's talked about in verse 37 and then again in verse 41. But at the same time, what's happening is that Christ will purge out all the rebels and the transgressors. Uh, he, he's going to remove them. And you say, well, what's he going to do when he moves them? Well, that is to say that Christ is going to send them at that time to the lake of fire. And you say, well, why not just send them into hell? I think they're going to go into the lake of fire based on uh, the next judgment, the judgment of the nations, and where he specifically says they're going to go there. But this verse 37 and 38 is where he's going to purge them out and get rid of them. As a result of that, all of the house of Israel will serve Christ when they enter into this millennial reign. Okay? Now, this second judgment. This is the judgment of the house of Israel, the first judgment. The second judgment is the judgment of the nations. If you want to say uh, the first judgment is the judgment of Israel, the second one is the judgment of the Gentiles. Um, that's basically what is happening here. Uh, now, this is uh, uh, mentioned in Scripture in Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. And this will be verse 31 down through 46. Matthew 25, verse 31 through 46. We'll read it, and then I'll explain what it means and then get to uh, what, what my point is here. Okay, Matthew 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. That is clearly indicating the second advent or the second coming of Christ, and it says he's going to sit on his throne. All right, uh, verse 32. 
And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was unhungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Verse 41, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was a hungered, and ye gave me no meat, I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not, sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me and these shall go away into everlasting punishment but the righteous into life eternal okay so this is where christ is speaking about separating the the sheep and the goats now note that in scripture sheep always refers to believers and goats always refers to unbelievers or non-believers okay so here we see that Christ is going to place the sheep in verse 33 on his right hand, which is a place of blessing, and the goats on his left hand, which if one's a blessing, the other's a curse, or one's a blessing, the other's a judgment, or whatever you want to say. It's not a good place to be on his left hand. All right. Uh, and then it says in verse 34 that Christ will invite the sheep to inherit or to enter the kingdom. And then Christ is going to sentence the goats to the lake of fire in verse 41 and 46. So, at the conclusion of these two judgments, the only people left on earth will be believers. Okay, again, I emphasize, you may have known that. I've, I've probably heard somebody preach on it, in fact, and just didn't remember. But I did want to clarify that, okay? I, I want us to be clear and concise and and as the scripture, you know, I, I, I study and I pray to God point me in the right direction. Uh, in my ignorance, sometimes, you know, uh, he has to correct it and I'm glad he does. That's what the Holy Spirit's all for. Uh, but you still have to put the work in and that's what I was doing today was studying that. And I saw that and I wanted to go back and correct that because I had to go fix my notes. I'll have to correct it with the Sunday school class tomorrow. Uh, but I wanted to get it on the podcast just as soon as I could so that you know. And, and so what we're coming to is, is in our study through the book of Revelation, we get to chapter 20. Uh, to 
review what we're saying. At the end of chapter 19, uh, he's going to take the beast and the false prophet and he's going to throw them into the lake of fire at that point. They're going to be thrown alive into the lake of fire. In verse 21, the remnant, that's the remaining, the remaining of the army, uh, he's going to slay them with the sword. And that means that he's going to um, slay the, the, the kings, he's going to slay the commanders, and he's going to slay all of the, uh, all of the members of the armies themselves, the, whether they're uh, the captains or colonels or corporals, <laughs> trying to get them all in there, the privates, everybody, okay? But then, as he establishes his throne and he takes his place in the seat, that's where these two judgments takes place, the, the judgment of Israel and then the judgment of the Gentiles. And um, to answer the question, are unbelievers going to survive the tribulation and make it to the millennial reign? Well, they'll make it to the point of when it begins, but they're not going to make it into the millennial reign because right here when he establishes his throne, he will judge them and they will be sent to uh, the lake of fire if they did not believe. Okay, so I, I know that's kind of short, but uh, like I said, I just wanted to clarify the point. Um, I hope you followed me. I hope I didn't confuse anybody. I hope I made that clear. And so we'll see you on the next podcast. Okay, just wanted to clarify that. All right, thank you for listening and join me on the next podcast where we'll be in Revelation chapter 20 and verse number two. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day.